You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Not recording, dumbass! Merry Keith, everybody! everybody. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought I was starting. No, you're fucking Scott. This is how we do it. Merry Keithmas, everyone. It's fucking December 27th, and we have 90S for you now. Hot for your mouth hole. John, what do we talk about? Well, we talked about continuity. We uh, talked about Asgore, the bleeding jackal skull. Then we moseyed into Dukes of Hazard, the movie. The Daisy Dukes cut off and that girl's butt. We talked about uh, Sit, Ubu, Sit, Good Dog. And then Premium Rush with um, our favorite Joseph Gordon. Love it. And then uh, Family Ties. And uh, what do we talk about after that, Scott? Uh, we talked about sports and how they're kind of boring. NHL and NBA. Talked a little bit about the XFL. He hate me. That obviously led into lingerie football. Uh, TSN and how TSN show That's Hockey is still on the air despite the lockout. Uh, talk about the movie The Road, based on the book The Road. <laughs> uh, talk about some music, The Faint, Trust. Talked about the fabled episode of 90S, episode 17. Which doesn't exist. And Goth Night at Boston. Where Keith, what comes up next? Put on Guy Liner, just like Alice Cooper. And then he couldn't get it washed off. Then we talk a little bit about, we don't really talk about MC Paul Barman, but John felt the need to write down lyrics of Paul Barman on this sheet anyway. And then also Riddick 3, in which a girl burns eyeliner into her. We talk about eyeliner for a That's lot, guys. That's in the guys. second one. No, it's in Riddick 3, because there's there's the animated one in between. If you know Riddick, dumbass. <laughs> and the villain in that film was Tandy Newton, which John also felt the need to mention. We talk a little bit of video games, Far Cry 2 and Fallout 2, which are fucking only separated by 20 years. Then we talk about Vince DeCola, which I'm sure John wrote wrong, because he wrote D.E. Cola, <laughs> like Coke. And then we wrap it up with usually listening to the Proto Men and their version of uh, various Queen songs. That is what we talk about. All that and more. Keep this episode. I'm what? Not Woo, we're all going to sing along, except for John, who inexplicably took his headset off. Yeah. I'm so lonely. I'm so have no friends. Oh, fuck, we don't have a pen and paper to write down what we're going to talk don't about. Don't drink it. that. Why not? It'll kill you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Condescending Paternalism. And this is a new episode of 90S. Are we recording? Yeah, we're talking I'll go get paper. Okay. John's going to go get paper. That was John, everybody. I'm Keith. I'm Scott. 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Last episode of 2012. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode's going to go up uh, this Thursday. Oh, my God. Thursday. The next the- episode is not going to come out because of the end of the world. Yep, conceivably. So yeah, this episode goes up Thursday the 20th, and there's the 27th, and then yeah, exactly, this the next episode, which will be our, possibly our year-end wrap-up episode. If we be, survive that long. If we survive the end of the week, it's going to be January 2nd or whatever. Didn't we is. just talk for like 45 minutes about how that is not a real thing, and even right. the even the Mayans didn't believe the world would end in 2012? In our last episode? Yeah, we definitely We went on and on and on about that. It's yeah. continuity. It helps tie them together when you're listening to them all links, in a row. Links them up. So yeah, not right. the end of the world. We, of course, will be here 
in 2013. We, we will. I've sold all my material possessions in anticipation for the end of the world. I can that's see how that's going to Something help. about joining the Church of Azkor, the Flaming Jackal Skull. Yeah, that's going to help you raise your skull. child. Yeah, well, you yeah. know. Among the faithful. Yeah. yeah exactly. You're, you're putting in time for his unborn fucking well. Well, you're talking go, baby names, Scott. Baby names. Yeah, baby names. Top top three right now are Flynn. Flynn is in Kevin Flynn. Yep, that's from, like from, from from Tron. Tron. Wow, man, that's that's digging deep. Okay. Uh, Cole, which Keith hates. I hate Cole. Pretty much because it's from uh, an what is it? The video game where you shoot li- lightning. Well, no, there's a uh, no Cole Phelps. Yeah, is Ellie Noir. Yeah, that's Cole all right. Cole McGrath. From right. Infamous. That's what I meant. Infamous. Either way, no. Actually, Cole sounds like a kid with his pop collar in the West Island who is a shitty friend. That's a Chad. Chad, Chad is... And Brett. Oh, man, we were talking... Vance. <laughs> we were talking about T-Chad, and he was yeah. like, man, I'm almost Chad, and I was like, the T stands for the... <laughs> so in T-Chad's name, the T stands for the... So he's yeah, the, the Chad. Chad. <laughs> and what's your, what's your third name? Fox. Yeah, but I feel that that's not a real option because your wife hates it. Well, she liked it at first, but then she started thinking she, the kid would only get Fox-themed gifts and orange clothing. No, no, no. you got to sit her down in front of the first four seasons of X-Files, and then she'll be she, right she's, on board. She's watched X-Files. She's yeah. fine with that. And also, Fox Mulder in the first four seasons of X-Files is still kind of creepy. Yeah, he's a creepy dude. That's when he was cool, though. He became a total, like, fucking wanker in the end. Either way, though, you are well. opening yourself up to a fucking world of Fox presence. All three of those names are full of potential mockery. Flynn-less, I find. Yeah, I guess only because the references have become a little bit obscure, but they're putting out some more. There's more Tron movies coming. <laughs> there's more right? Tron they've, movies in the pipe. Yeah, like, there's going to be like, a last name. Not as soon as the baby's born, within like a year, there's going to be like Tron Two, Flynn's Return, and everyone's yeah. going to be like, "Your parents like Tron," <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you're going to have to put up with all the time. Well, it's not like I'm planning on naming the kid Rinsler. Or name him Rinsler. Rinsler. Name your kid Tron. Name your kid Tron Rinsler Fox. MacGyver. Sounds Or hashtag. Awesome. Didn't hashtag. that happen two weeks ago? Some some people named their kid a hashtag. And then he was trending. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, hashtag was this trending? Is, this is not a joke. They actually named their kid a hashtag. H-A-S-H-T-A-G, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hashtag, hashtag was trending. Yeah. Awesome. Their kid name is hashtag. That's amazing. For like a week of comedy. and That's it. The rest of the kids like No, he'll be relevant because Twitter's going to be around forever. Just like MySpace and LiveJournal. Oh, and ICQ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Scott was telling me also about movies that he watched. He watched. Yeah, I watched movies. a couple movies. I, I finally got around to watching. Like I've been wanting to sit down. You know, set, lights out. Set some me time aside. Yeah, yeah, lights out. You know, just, just really candles. uninterrupted. Set the mood. Dukes of Hazard. Did you play some? And? Did you listen to some Leonard Skinner before you watched the movie? How was it? I, I always listen to Leonard Skinner. As do I. Because Freebird never ends. <laughs> I, my, you put it on, you're like, oh. My favorite album doesn't have Freebird on it. The fact that you can differentiate albums from Leonard Skinner, just... I want to hear about Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> have you ever seen the TV show? No. Then you will not understand the movie at all. Or enjoy it. I, it's it's the, basically the TV show. Good old boys from the South who drive around? Yep. Bootlegging. Yep. Bootlegging. All right. Good old boys from the South driving around bootlegging. Brilliantly cast. With Bo and Luke Duke are played by Johnny Knoxville and Sean William Scott. I don't know why that would be brilliant, having never seen the show. Okay, okay here's the thing with the show. Yeah. They're like goofy good old boys, 
Right, fucking bootleg and just fucking jump their car, over jump their stuff. cars over cops, <laughs> like fucking cops chase them every episode. Boss hog, and they say yee-hoo. Yeah, right. exactly. So now I think Sean William Scott and, and John Johnny Knox. Knoxville. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Their their uncle, the old timey bootlegger, uh-huh. is played by Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Also, amazing. nice. Yeah. Uh, Daisy Duke, their hot cousin, who helps distract the cops with her feminine wiles. I, I actually knew that there was a character called Daisy Dukes, and now it makes a lot of sense. It's because John is absolutely in love with Daisy Dukes as a fashion. <laughs> actually, it's because I've been watching a whole bunch of Arrested Development, and that's pretty much what the Never Nudes wear. <laughs> no, exactly. but you were, what is it? Who, you were with me or whatever. Where you, it was just like, I can't remember. wearing Daisy Dukes. There was something that came up about Daisy Dukes. Like, not the Lemmy story. Yes. Yeah, it was Lemmy. No, but before- Lemmy was so fucking... F- we watched the Lemmy fucking autobiography... Not autobiography, the, like, documentary. Lemmy documentary. Okay, and there's one Lemmy. point... Who was it? It was, um... It's the guy from Anthrax. Yeah, who's like... And so I saw Lemmy was there. He was wearing Daisy Dukes, like, super short, cut-off shorts. And all of us are there <laughs> at this bar. And they were like, fuck, somebody's got to say something, but who the fuck can go up and talk to Lemmy about his ass hanging out of his shorts? <laughs> so eventually he got the balls, and I went up and it did it. And I was like, Lemmy, man, what the fuck is up with those shorts? And he was like, what? It's hot, and I'm, and I'm cool. You're not wearing shorts. Your shorts go down to your knees. Those are pants. I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> and he's like, fair enough, Lemmy. Fair enough, Lemmy. <laughs> you win this round. Yeah. So, so Daisy Duke is played yeah. by pre-baby Jessica Simpson, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who basically her whole career is just picking stuff off, off the floor, right? Like, mm-hmm. Let me get that for you that fell. Yeah, short shorts. Uh, Boss Hog was played by Burt Reynolds. Yep, nice. And there was a constant voiceover in the movie. It's fantastic. If not by the original voiceover guy, then a guy that mimicked him perfectly. <laughs> like, just sort of like, like freeze frame being like, oh boy, how are the boys going to get themselves out of this one? You know, like, just in the <laughs> middle of a scene. Like, right. Uh, and some of the most fantastic destruction car jumps chase scenes I've, I've seen in movies. Yeah. Like, they launched that car... 15 feet up in the air and landed on a highway with traffic. It's like, huh. huh. Fun fact, if you stay for after the credits, they have the outtakes where they destroy six or seven cars and getting that one <laughs> shot. But, you know, they also address the Confederate flag on the roof when they accidentally get lost and end up in the ghetto. And wow. get carjacked. <laughs> and how do they, what's the explanation for the Confederate flag? They're fucking good old boys from the south. They're racist motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the explanation. They're like, they're like, whose idea was this, boy? And they point at each other. And then there's a freeze frame. Them Duke boys are sure in a large amount of trouble right now. <laughs> and then they drive away. <laughs> uh, I see how they addressed it and cleaned it up quite nicely. Oh, I didn't say cleaned it up. I just said, you know, they did address it. That there's it. a fucking massive icon of racism <laughs> on top of. Oh, what the fuck was the name? The General uh, Lee. General Lee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the car's wow. name is the General Lee, dude. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So As that just... was the Dukes of Hazard. It was exactly what you want if you like the Dukes of Hazard, and if you don't, well then, what the hell are you doing? Watching you're going that through movie? this whole thing, and it, like I've never seen an episode, but everything that you're talking about, all the characters, like I know them because they've been referenced by every pop culture entity. I used to, yeah. I used to watch the Dukes of Hazard yeah. all the time with my dad, like fucking. My dad loved that fucking show. Basically, any show where well, the main character was a car. I'll, I'll tell or you a racist. Keith no. can even remember the production company that made the original Dukes of Hazard. Not true. Oh, yes, you can. I, I guarantee that you recognize Ubu. Ubu. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Good dog. Exactly. <laughs> that was a Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> what, what was the thing that we know that from? Sit, Ubu, sit. Dukes of Hazard. No, no, no. no. There, there's a, there's a yeah, sitcom. Like a ton of things. They, 
they, I remember like, TV in the 80s. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of TV heads. Good job. And I was like, and the dog wasn't sitting in the photo. No. And you're like, fuck you, Ubu, you're not even doing it. <laughs> you're the shittiest dog in the world. No, yeah, maybe it did. Uh, we have to look it up. We can Google that shit later. I also saw Premium Rush with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's about bike couriers. Huh. I was going to regale you guys with some stories of me and my pa watching Dukes of Hazzard, but fuck you. Let's move on to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yep. You started this whole thing off with Scott sat down and watched a couple of movies. Yeah, but then you were talking about Dukes of Hazzard, and I was like, man, I have some good memories. Stay on target, Keith. Stay, Stay on, on target. target. Premium Rush was basically what Keith said. Gone in 60 seconds. With it could have been Night Court that ended with the sit <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. It was something in that vein, like 80s sitcoms. You did the thing where you tilted your microphone pointed at you. Yes. And that's the wrong. It needs to be horizontal. Horizontal. Fucking guys. I'm just saying, it look, it'll show up a lot better when you do it. All right. All right, here we are. Might have been Nightcore. I think it might have been everything. Like, I just, I remember that, like, something Saturday morning. Something played Saturday morning. Was it the animated Dukes of Hazard show? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but that wasn't 80s. That was, like, later... 80s. You know what? You can talk about Premium Rush. I'm going to figure this fucking out. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a bike courier, and he gets into plenty of bike chases. Mm-hmm. Well, also, the... Uh, the the bad guy, the main protagonist, is Van Alden from Boardwalk Empire, which is fantastic. Van Alden? Was Van Alden? The, the DEA agent? The crazy dude with the bug eyes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Agent the one Van who Alden. murders his, um, his like, follower yeah. when, he, when he's in the middle of baptizing him. Um, okay, but when did this thing come out? I kind of feel like I've been trying to keep an eye on Joseph Gordon-Lovett since Brick, and like, haven't even heard of this. Before Batman. Before Batman. No, 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 no. Just after. It was, there was like, it was a summertime movie this summer, and I believe it came out just, just after. And I was like, whoa, Joseph Gordon-Lovett, that's a, that's a it was like sandwiched in between Batman and Looper, and they're like, whoop, and then it's like, snuck <laughs> premium rush in. And it, I guess it vanished off the radar. It can't have been that good. No, it was actually pretty tight for an action movie. Yeah. Um, about biking. Hmm. Uh, he's got a package, and this other guy wants it. And he's like, no. Once it goes in the bag, it's got to stay in the bag, and now I've got to deliver it. And the right. guy tries to run him off the road, and then there's, you know, a bicycle cop who gets made a fool of because he's trying to catch him mm-hmm. and can't. And, uh, you know, for a movie about biking around New York City, it wasn't half bad. All the plot elements were tight. Everything kind of tied together in the end. And then how did it disappear so quickly? It's like, a movie about biking in New York. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, that's really all it had going for it. But like, what was the what was the plot? Like, just he picks up a package, and he's like, "Okay, I'll deliver it." And then someone else comes up and is like, "Oh yeah, that thing that you picked up, uh, I'm going to need that back." And he's like, uh, "I don't know who I've you are. I've been paid to deliver it. I don't know who you are. You're not the person who gave it to me, and we're a security courier. So once it goes in the bag, it's kind of got to stay there." And he's like, "Haha, but no, seriously, give me the envelope." And he's like, "Nope," and he runs away to deliver the package. And then the guy comes and chases him some more. And can we? Can we? Movie. Can you spoil it for us and tell us what? Spoilers. What's the package? Why is it such a big deal? It's a movie ticket with a smiley face on it. Really? Yep. Wow. What? It has to do with the Japanese mafia and well, Chinese mafia mm-hmm. triad. Triad. And uh, human smuggling, and this this girl who's trying to import her son from China, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and uh, 
spends a bunch of money with one guy who gives her this ticket, which is like a, a voucher for the money to the smuggler person that's going to bring her son into America. Hmm. But this other guy who's a cop is also has a huge gambling debt and knows that ticket is a voucher for a huge amount of money that he needs to get out of his gambling debt. Right, right, right. So he's trying to steal it. Yeah. yeah. Spin City? Ubu Productions? Spin City? Spin City. That Fa- would have been late on the ticket. Late. Mm-hmm. Family Ties? Family Ties. Okay, that definitely. Family Ties was definitely. Yeah. Fans of Michael J. Fox there. Yep. Uh, Duet, The Bronx Zoo are shows that I've not heard of. Nope. Does anyone remember The Bronx Zoo? Fucking still scrolling through so many family ties. Man, so fucking Michael J. Fox on, um... Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yep. So good. Handing over the soda and explodes. You did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. No, Parkinson's. Parkinson's. <laughs> Have you seen the the Twitter account, Modern Seinfeld? Yes, where they do like what episodes of Seinfeld would be like if it was recorded today, and they put out a new one like every other day or something. Yeah, yeah. 140 hilarious. characters, and that's it. And they tell a whole episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. Tell us, tell us. Explain. It's a Twitter account. Hey, no, no, no. Explain an example of. You have 140 characters if you could just remember. Not like, if we want to make one up right now? Sure. Uh, or, or, or one that you remember from the fucking Kramer show. accidentally wanders into a park and restarts the um, Occupy Whatever movement. Meanwhile, Jerry goes to a... Jerry breaks up with a girl because she refuses to tell him what his, her Twitter, Twitter handle is. Right. Stuff like that. And, and it's all like exactly... Boom. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> George stalks Jay-Z to try to get a job with the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Meanwhile, Elaine and Jerry find themselves waking up naked in bed. Did they have sex? Anyway, it's all contemporary stuff. The last one. Very fun, sense. yeah. But you get it. Fun, yeah. It's it's like getting all the fun of Seinfeld without actually having to sit down and waste twenty minutes. Wow. Yeah, I guess Seinfeld is. I haven't watched it in probably a decade. I'd like to. to it pops on, and it's still yeah. it's still kind of funny. But I don't know how much of it's like nostalgia funny versus actual funny. Actual yeah. funny. So Premium Rush, Dukes Fazard, anything else, Scott? You've been off of work for a little while. Yeah, I've been working on the comic. I colored the fuck out of the next comic. Nice. Last comic. A comic that came out yesterday. Yeah. This is about the robot. Holy crap, that comic is the good. The robot. It's the first part of a four-part. What I'm animation. actually hoping we build up to is that the robot fights a moustache. Just <laughs> 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 so we can have a, a battle of cardboard robot versus moustache. I watched a movie. If you don't have any others. Oh, well, I, Lemmy. We'd, we'd yeah, we watched that. Lemmy. Yeah, okay, let's talk about that. Lemmy was freaking great. I enjoyed it quite thoroughly. Yeah, it doesn't have necessarily... It doesn't hold together as a... Narrative, but yep. it is an entertaining documentary. You learn a lot about Lemmy, get all these little fun facts going on. Yeah, like going into it, I was like, okay, so he's the lead singer for a famous rock and roll band, yeah. and um, I guess he's kind of like a wears weird cowboy stuff. Like that's like the extent of what I knew <laughs> about Lemmy before having watched this this documentary. And I feel like um, I'm t- I know the whole story now. It was fucking entertaining, and he's a terrifying and fascinating man. Yeah, yeah. Though the the funny that that's I think one of the funny parts is that yeah. like the fucking, like, respect that he commands amongst everybody. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, fucking Lemmy, man. Like, yeah. He's Lemmy. He's we been don't... wearing that weird, like, no. Nazi cowboy <laughs> outfit since fucking 1970. Forever. But when you when you have guys from, like, Anthrax and Megadeth and Slayer and All saying, Metallica, there, there would be no metal Dave Grohl, Alice Cooper, Lemmy. Ozzy Osbourne just being like, I was telling Scott earlier, though, that fucking the asshole from Megadeth being like, the sound that Motorhead created and then was later perfected by bands like Megadeth. Yeah. I was like, wow, you 
You came off as more pretentious than Lars. Yeah. Like, somehow you were the most pretentious guy in this movie. It's a fucking achievement. And you're yeah. in a movie with Lars. You're in a movie where Lars fucking talks for, like, five minutes, and you come off being like, yeah, Megadeth's better than Motorhead. Which, I mean, like, from a technical standpoint, you could maybe make that argument, but, like, yeah. you know you're being interviewed for Lemmy's movie. Just just be like, yeah, fucking Motorde- Motorhead fucking nailed it, and Megadeth... Without yeah. Motorhead, there's no Megadeth. Just say that. And everyone's like, yeah... Yeah, exactly. Sounds Metallica nice. could say that. Metallica said that. James Hetfield was like, without Motorhead, there would be no Metallica. He said it. You're like, thanks, James Hetfield. Yep. You understood what this movie was about. Not I like the scene guy. where they ask him, so you're wearing Nazi stuff all the time. What's what, that what, what, what would you say to people who claim that you're a Nazi? And he's like, well, I dated six black girls. I don't know what the fuck is on with that. I'm like the least Nazi guy in the world. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> so that probably would be thrown out of a Nazi party. Yep. They knew I dated black girls. Lemmy has spoken. Okay. And it's sort of like, do you want to talk about uh, all the drugs? No. I don't want to talk about something that's killed so many of my friends. I don't want people to not do drugs. I don't want people to do drugs because of me. But I also don't want people to not do drugs because of me. It's just we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> they talk to like other people about it, but like, that's, yeah. that's his thing. Like, it killed, killed some of my friends. Do drugs if you want to do them. but Don't do them don't, if you don't want to. Don't do them if you don't want to do them. Like, Leave me out of it. Yeah, exactly. Just when he talked to his kid too, his kid was basically like, "Don't do cocaine and don't do heroin." Yeah, like that's do, sound advice. Was, don't don't do cocaine. Do do speed. It's a lot cheaper. Yeah, and stay away from heroin. And killed the only woman I left. Like, there you go. Sounds uplifting. It's, it's, it really kind of was like, and not. Yeah, the, like the one of the main stories that they kind of got into that that really I. I don't know, probably even went deeper than I would have expected from this kind of a documentary, was that they hinted that he had this, like, one great love when he was a young man, really fucking crazy about this girl, and then she died of a heroin overdose, and, like, since then, he's basically been like, well, you can do rock and roll, or you can do, like, a, like an actual relationship, and uh, sex lasts, like, 30 minutes at most, and a rock and roll show lasts an hour and a half, so I'm just gonna stick with that. And now he's like... Sucks to be one of those six black girls. Well, he has girlfriends. Well, he fucks the shit time. Yeah, he he also was like, yeah, I've slept with like 1,500 people or 1,000 girls. Yeah, exactly. And then the the, the interviewer's like, wow, that's a lot. He's like, what are you kidding me? I've been a rock and roll star for 40 years. Divide 1,000 by 40. It's not even that much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. He's he's kind of right. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it's not not even that much. He's like, like, I've been a rock and roll star for 40 years and like have never had a serious girlfriend in any of that time. So fucking... Do the math. Like, try, try to figure it out. Well, just, like, at one point, they're interviewing him, they were like, what about all, like, the, you know, the sex of the groupies backstage? He's like, look look around. Do you see any groupies here? Do you see any groupies? It's just, like, fucking empty. They, they after a show, yeah. it, like, has him come back in and, like, like wipes towels down his head or whatever, and just, like, wandering around, lights a cigarette, reads a few pages of the Sin City comic, and then, like, heads to the bus. Uh, yep. Like, that's, like, Lemmy backstage <laughs> at this point. Like, yeah. Read a bit of my comic book that's out here. They went to his house. You know, like, you think rock and roll stars all have gigantic mansions? He doesn't. He has a shitty little apartment in L.A. that's in, like, a fucking incredibly good location right downtown. Block away from the strip, yeah. Yeah, block away from the strip. And he's like, well, I've had this for, like, 40 years. And because of, like, rent locks, I only pay $900 a month on this thing. It's great. Why would I ever move? The The rainbow is, like... A block, block away. away. And that's where all I where, where I want to be when I'm in LA. So I'm just gonna keep living here. <laughs> it's fucking totally logical. <laughs> what they say is like he's either on tour or he's at this bar called the Rainbow, like every night of the week. Yeah. It's just you wanna go you wanna say hi to Lemmy and he never says no to any fans who come up and as are long like, as you don't bother him during his video trivia. Yeah, because he plays his video trivia game twenty four seven at the <laughs> Rainbow. 
and just hard drinking. It's the story I, I told Scott. I feel bad yeah. telling it again, but I haven't told our listeners. Right. Fucking the Jack Daniel story. Yeah. Oh where, my God. where he goes, <laughs> one of the cigarettes is like, hey, and he's like, I'm hanging out drinking with Lemmy or whatever afterwards. And then he's just sort of like, hey, we, uh, do you want a Jack Daniels? And I'm like, sure. So he pulls open a bottle, cracks it open, hands it off to the guy. The guy takes a swig, passes it to his buddy, who t- also takes a swig, and then goes to pass it back to Lemmy. And they realize that he's opening up, a, like, has opened up a second bottle <laughs> and is third. handing it to the other guy because, oh, you passed your bottle to your friend. And then opening up a third bottle for himself. So would you like a Jack Daniels was, would you like a bottle of Jack Daniels <laughs> to drink by yourself? Because that's what we're doing tonight. Yep. <laughs> Same thing with the singer, lead singer of Reverend Horton Heat being like, I matched yeah. Lemmy one-to-one. And I got alcohol, got alcohol poisoning and then Lemmy drove me to the hospital. <laughs> 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 the, the morning after. Yeah. Morning after, Lemmy drove me to the hospital after I had alcohol poisoning by matching, matching him. Drinks. He was fine. Uh, yeah, good good times. Like, uh, if you're... And it's on Netflix. So you can totally Netflix, watch it except for, except for Scott. Yeah. 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 That might change when we move. I've talked to the wife about it. Yeah. You were like, hey, baby, can we afford $8 a month? I was thinking not getting cable, upping the internet bandwidth. Oh, you get cable? Yeah, yeah. I have cable too. Weird. Yeah, well, his, uh, his wife's a... Uh, she's got shows. She has stories. Shows. But, but they don't have... But here's the crazy part. She ha- he ha- her wife, his wife, yeah. uh, his wife, wife has her story. My wife... Borat, anyone? No. My no. wife. Anyway, his wife has her stories, but they don't have a PVR, so it's like double crazy. Like, so she actually has to like show up on time. Yeah, yeah, time. like no plans Wednesdays. It's Glee, like Thursdays. I don't know when the fuck Glee is. Nobody, you liar. <laughs> when is Glee? Uh, I don't know. What you know? How would I know? I you don't. You want... pulled it out. You were like Wednesdays. <laughs> you said it was such authority. Whatever the fuck Glee is on, but yeah. Which blows my mind. Like, Sarah watches The Real Housewives of whatever the fucking bullshit, but she PVRs it and watches it when I'm asleep. Right. Like, she doesn't, like, occupy, like, precious, like, evening time of, like, I need to watch The Real Housewives. Right. She'll watch it on Saturday mornings when I'm sleeping in. And she's like, I'm awake. What should I do? I'm like, go watch The Real Housewives. And so she does. That makes sense. PVR. Totally makes sense. Yeah. PVRs? Save time. Yeah, no, we watch HBO stuff on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. PVR that and watch mm, it whenever. HBO, that's the one. I don't get HBO. I gotta yeah. legally acquire it. I you, uh, that's that's out. why we have cable television. That's like uh, Game of Thrones was coming out when we were moving in. I was yeah. like, Game of Thrones. See what it's like. Game of yeah. Thrones. Yeah. It's a weird gap in HBO programming right now because Entourage is done. Yeah, there's nothing on Sunday nights. Yeah. Well, what do they show? Movies normally reruns? on Sundays. Yeah. Reruns of old stuff. No, it's no. Uh, I mean now when they're in between shows. That's old stuff. There usually isn't, though. Like, is it la- last year, say, like mm-hmm. 2012, whatever, it was uh, True Blood, which went in, like, with maybe a week hiatus into uh, into Boardwalk, into Entourage, into Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Right. And it was then Game of Thrones ended up, and then it was True Blood again. Those are the 13 episodes per show they do, and then it fills up the 52 weeks. Right. Yeah, 13 times 4 is... Fucking great. 52. 52. Right. So, that was that. But Entourage wrapped up last season, so they have a gap. Right. So there's just nothing in this. Yeah, but it's not like the screen goes dark. What do they put on? Something, like either a movie or... Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Or Empire or Rush, or so whatever else like that. But it's like there isn't, uh, there isn't a new HBO show to fit that slot yet. Right. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah. I love HBO. <laughs> yeah, PVR it also. I PVR everything. Just set it, and then it's all there to watch at your leisure. Fucking watching TV live is a crazy thing to me. 
I can't even remember the last time I sat down. Not not just like in front of a TV, because even that I'm sure has been years. But like in front of a TV on purpose because show X is on at time Y. Yeah, except for like hockey, except for like live. Touche. Touche. Live for sports. Hockey. Well, that that's the, the, also a thing. Fuck that. <laughs> Three sports channels. No sports I want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> no, but at least you you okay. no sports you want to watch because you're a Jets fan. Like yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking Sanchez. <laughs> Two interceptions and another fumble on Sunday. This is comical. Even even as a non-football fan, I, I've heard and seen on Sports Center and stuff how shitty Mark Sanchez is. My favorite favorite thing is where he, is he gets is it right off the hike where he runs. Head yeah, first the guy's ass? he tries to sneak. He's a quarterback. Okay, there go. So quarterbacks will normally try to pass the ball, but sometimes they can <laughs> take the ball and run. Yeah, yeah. So he takes the ball and he decides that. He's going to try to run through the line and get a couple yards for his team. Right. So he takes the ball, he tucks it under his arm, he runs face first into the ass of his lineman, <laughs> falls on his ass, yeah. drops the ball, get, it the gets other team up. picks it up, returns it for a touchdown. Holy shit. So mm, It's not even that Sanchez is the worst quarterback in the NFL, because he isn't, statistically. Right. It's just when he fucks up. It's spectacular. It's, it's a spectacular fuck up. Mm. It's like, like, put into like hockey terms, it would be like a goalie, like... Getting like a routine puck and then like playing around with the puck a little bit, then it just gets shooting stolen. it into his own net. Being like, like not like another player, like a goalie, being like, oh, you're just gonna pass it up the boards or whatever else like that. Nope, just whoa, what's going on with this puck? Shoot it straight into my own net. Like, yeah. Yeah. and you'd be like, what the fuck was that, goaltender? Your job is to keep the ball or the puck out of the net. The Jets' quarterback situation is more fucked up because mm-hmm. they acquired in the offseason one of the most notable quarterbacks from last season, Tim Tebow. Tebow played with the Denver Broncos. Tebow. And for one, he is an abstinent, hyper religious. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy who goes and prays after every. Prays before every play. Yeah. But had a pretty good season coming back from behind a lot in okay. Denver. And he's the backup quarterback uh, with the Jets. So every time Sanchez fucks up, they try to call for Tebow. And. He's there. He's available. So, like, there's this option of notorious can sometimes be good quarterback. Right, but he never gets put in the in the field? Because apparently he's he's really not very good. One of his teammates anonymously told a reporter that I mean, Tim Tebow isn't even an athlete. He can't he can't keep up with the rest of the team. He's out of shape. He's just just an awful person. So, what, what the hell? Like, it's all just uh, fan power? Well, it's just because Sanchez is so spectacularly bad that anything is better. Right. So there's that, and everyone's talking about it. The fact that their coach, Rex Ryan, is like really loud and really vocal and really crazy and has a foot fetish. Yeah. That's right. People know about that. Wait, what? How does this happen in football? Like, it's just, fucking... It doesn't happen in football. It just happens to my team. So fuck the NFL. <laughs> I stopped watching basketball when I. Why'd you stop watching basketball? I thought you loved it. I do love basketball, but I'm now I've stopped watching for so long because I have no friends who are into basketball anymore. Right. But you stay home all the time. Yeah, but it's it's not the same, man. You can't just sit down and start talking to yourself just... about it. Exactly. <laughs> just go online, like be like join a message board. I did, and they all kept trying to tell me to watch Oklahoma, and I, I was like, okay, I can kind of watch team? Oklahoma, and then you Celtics man. It's Celtics not, man. There's, we, every time you say it, it's Celtics annoying. man. I forget that Boston mispronounces the name of their own team. I don't. I don't have a specific team anymore. I used to follow certain players. Okay. Like, I, I like Steve Nash, but now he's with LA, and I'm 
Can't fucking cheer for the Lakers. Why? Because they're the fucking Lakers. It's like cheering, cheering for, for the Washington. Yankees. Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, it's like cheering for Pittsburgh because Sidney Crosby's there. It's like cheering right. for the Yankees because they always pay the most for the best players and right, just right, can't right. cheer for the Lakers. Like, who's, your, who's your favorite international football team? Like Man United. <laughs> yeah. or, or like Barcelona. Uh, like, AC Milan. Yeah. Like, they're, just like, they're just those teams that win all the time. Blows my mind, your microphone, John. I have no idea. All the microphones are fucking super picking up, super tiny. This is quality content. I haven't said anything, man, in the last whatever. No, I know, but look, like, but like, when you talk, like, you're so little. Like, see, when I talk, it's like a little bit bigger. I don't even know what part of the screen you're looking at. You're so the top. You're the top it. line. Anyway, we're all showing up really, really small. I don't know why. Don't worry about it, guys. This is quality content. So, fuck sports <laughs> and fuck the NHL. Maybe there'll be hockey in 2013. Or maybe we need a different hockey league to come in and fucking play some hockey for a but while. They they can't. WHA. <laughs> they but they can't legally, right? Like, there's all these fucking the backwards ass TV contracts and stuff like that. They can't even broadcast other leagues. Like really? ESPN circumvented it with the KHL, but TSN couldn't because they had exclusivity rights or whatever. Where the NHL gets to decide what games they can play. Jesus. The NHL was like, nope. So it's like you can't even have another hockey team, hockey league. Like, what if you played another game like lacrosse, ice sticks, mm-hmm. and then it had like vaguely similar rules? And all right, Vince McMahon, you hear what we're talking about? It's time for you to introduce the XHL. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> the XFL was so bad. Did you watch any XFL games? Yeah, so I bad. I actually watched one, and it was just guys bumping into each other. It was like, like bad fucking hockey with less, or bad football with a little yeah, less rules, more right? More cheerleaders. And more cheerleaders. More cheerleaders. And you could write any name on your backs. You could yeah. have, like, Machine Gun Joe on your name of your jersey. <laughs> Famously, he hate me. He hate me? Yeah. Most famous player in the XFL. Really? He, he hate, hate me? me? That was his name. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. And it was like a, a, a it was a receiver, I think. Arena ball, right? So it was a smaller field. Yep. Mm, fucking, I don't understand. That was so stupid. Uh, jerseys that were so bad, only the Seattle Seahawks would wear them. <laughs> Fuck the Seahawks. But like, what jerseys the are so? Awful. How much money did they fucking lose on that? Because they made a lot of teams. Millions. And as much as Vince lost, the NBC lost way more because they signed on for three seasons of that and didn't last. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, the fucking the lingerie. Hockey, football league, like... Still around. Still around in multiple seasons. You watch any of that? No. Just girls in lingerie playing football. Like, but, like, legit football. Like, right. They tackle the shit out of each other and run plays and everything. It's not like a pillow fight or whatever. It's, oh, I saw... Uh, How does that happen without the clothing ball. getting ripped or falling off? It's so like we're like, shoulder pads, knee helmets. pads, elbow pads, helmets. And but, lingerie? And then lingerie. You take very few blows in the yeah. lingerie area. I guess. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and it's just like girls running into girls. It's not like there's fucking... There aren't NFL linebackers taking down these girls. Right, so it's right, like right, a 100-pound right. girl crashes into a 100-pound girl. They're going to bump off and probably feel okay. Yeah, exactly, because like, they're protecting their helmets, and the shoulders, elbows, knees. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all right. Still not very good sport. No, 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 but, the, but the, the funniest part about it is that they try to, like... Like, the announcers and stuff call it, like, call it legit. Like, they're just sort of like, now let's try to see what they were thinking with this play, and like, and blah, 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 blah. And like, now she's, you know, like, she's always the type who's going to throw wide, but she pulls a running play, and you're just sort of like, lingerie. <laughs> like, do it. Make the play. Because especially, like, especially when you think about how much stoppage there is in a sport like football. Yeah. You're like, you just want to see the girls in lingerie running into each other. And, like, obviously they're, not to say obviously, their athleticism is less than the NFL. You're like, ha, ha, Keith is sexist again. <laughs> 
But I like, just, the athleticism is less than the NFL. Right. It just makes me feel bad for the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders <laughs> are there. Yeah, there are cheerleaders in the lingerie football league. Of course, there are. Are they dudes? No. Because that'd be amazing. I feel that that would be like misrepresenting their market. But if yeah, they had, like, yeah, they would totally, <laughs> totally be missing an opportunity to have like four groups of girls on the field cheering, like two of them playing against each other, and each of the other ones cheering. Yeah, which is, I'm sure, what they do. Yeah. But it would be hilarious if there was Chippendale like male dance just being like, yeah, <laughs> and like the dudes were like, what did we pay to watch? <laughs> like everyone in the audience is like, because I'm like, you see the cheerleaders at least as much, if not more, than the actual players in action, right? Given the amount of stoppage. Just dudes just grinding each other. Uh. So talking about what TSN can and can't play, mm-hmm. you know what's still on TSN? That's hockey. Yep. They have a new show every fucking week. Really? <laughs> yeah. What do they play? No, it, it's a talk show. There's four oh. guys get around and they talk about hockey. So obviously they okay, – it's not that hard. You talk about International League, all the NHL players who are over there in the KHL, how they're doing. Talk about the fucking draft picks coming up. Any, any news on the on – the, Any news on the lockout. Yeah, you talk about the OHL. You talk about – It's pretty awful. No, 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 no. For sure. It's like it's filler. Like, don't, I'm not arguing with the fact that it's not filler, but it's, it's – It's really awful. What happens, man? Welcome to another episode of That's Hockey. I'm Gino Retta. We don't really have anything else to talk about, so sit down for the next 22 minutes while we just we just scrape the bottom of the barrel here. Well, it's like what was that? I think it was draft uh, draft center, maybe like a. Year. Corey Perry's playing roller hockey, huh? Crazy. Uh, I think it was draft center like a year or two ago, whatever. Where it took a really long time for any of the trades to to go, so they were just like making dream teams in their heads. Like they had like all these fucking analysts who were just sitting around. Not making shit up. Just making shit up, being like, what if this happened? And like, da, 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 da. like, what was the best ever Team Canada at the Olympics? Or then they were like, what could be Team Canada in 2014? You know, <laughs> like, given how players are playing right now in 2010. Like, fucking just making up news because they devoted an eight hour block to the draft center and nobody was, no, to trade center and nobody was trading. God. Good times. So you were talking networks. movies, John. No, I wasn't. I was actually, well. I did have a movie that I saw. Yeah. Um, it was called The Road, which um, we talked about the book a little while back. Vigo, Cormac McCarthy. Vigo. Cormac McCarthy, Viggo Mortensen. I actually no, not Viggo. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. Movie. Yep, yep. It was fantastic. Ultra, ultra fucking dark and depressing. Totally pulled off the uh, the grimness of the book. It was very exciting. And Viggo got naked again. I don't know what the fuck is up with that guy. Every fucking movie, he gets completely fucking naked. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Some let's, people look forward to it. Let's think about that just for a little bit. Move he's never on. clean when it happens either. He's never clean. He's dirty. Not like out of the shower naked. I mean, so he's like well crawling through the. How dirt naked. explain how he got naked in the road, John? Um, he goes swimming, so he takes his clothes off and goes swimming. That's it. That's kind of clean-ish. No, he's filthy. Absolutely filthy. Remember, this is like post-apocalyptic, oh, right. cannibal, hideous monster setting. So he's basically like covered in filth the whole way through the film. And in fact, the only times he's clean is when he comes out of swimming. Naked. Yep. Comes out naked. Is it like a long, lingering shot on his junk? No, no, no. Not at all. In fact, I don't think they really show frontal in this like they did in... Um, um, Road to Perdition? They did it in Road to Perdition, too? I think so. There's a fight scene where he's fighting out of the shower. No, no, no. You're thinking of um, Eastern Promises, where he's in the he's in the sauna okay. and he gets jumped by the, uh, the assassins there, and he has to fight off two guys fully clothed with weapons, and he's naked and fucking sitting in a sauna. Yeah. I wonder how manly you feel when you pull that off, though. I'm 
Probably not given as he's an actor. No, but I mean, I mean like, in, if, if, if this were to actually if this happen. happened for real, though. If you were just sort of like, man, you guys jumped me up in my sauna, I was naked, <laughs> and you I had weapons, and I whooped your fucking asses. There were, like, I beat you in a two-on-one. Like, I beat you, you had weapons, and I had no weapons. You had clothes, and I had no clothes. I, I think that's a story you'd tell every night at the bar for the rest of your life, and it'd get you laid every John, so this time. So one time. John, yeah. get your knives. Yeah. Keith, take your clothes off. Right. We're yeah, going to yeah, give okay. you the opportunity to feel manly, okay? <laughs> okay, I got to get all relaxed and naked and undo Sweaty. my Sweaty. <laughs> mm. yeah. Video games, John? You playing? You were talking about Skyrim last no, time. No, I totally went out to see a fucking show. I never go to see goddamn shows. And oh, I yeah, to see a show. The Faint. That's right, The Faint. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? Dropkick The Faint. Yeah, that was one of their songs, I think, off of their album that nobody liked. Yep. That was kind of the deal. Like, this show was The Faint Plays Dance Macabre, which is the album everybody liked, and not through any of their newer albums. I feel kind of bad for, like, an older group that has to, like, tour on their old material, specifically. Like the Rolling Stones? Don McClan? <laughs> okay, but those guys are, like, from the Stone Age. Like, The Faint was still doing their new stuff, like, five years ago? Six years ago? They well, just, like, so now they're, doing, they're touring on stuff from, like, eight years ago, rather than their more recent things. Rolling Stones' new single isn't terrible. No, but but when you go see the Rolling Stones live, you admittedly they do play for two hours or whatever. So you you want to hear satisfaction? You want to hear satisfaction? You want to hear fucking sympathy for the devil? You want to hear fucking uh, street fight? Yeah, man. they're not they're not touring specifically on old albums. They're touring and they have a huge swath of material to bring. So this was the tour was specifically the Faint plays Dance Macabre. Oh, that was it. That was it. Like, oh, okay. So no, but Weezer did that, right? Yes, but we, everybody knows nobody likes the new Weezer albums. Everybody yeah. loves them for Pinkerton and the Blue Album. So that's why they did the tour of Pinkerton right. and the Blue Album, where they alternated nights. Which is perfect. But that, still, I mean, and literally, those same, are 20-year-old albums. Yeah, this so. is the same scenario, though, where I like kind of feel bad for Weezer, that their whole new library of stuff, everybody's like, yeah, we don't really want to see you play that. Can you play your old shit? Like Think how you would feel as an artist if you were like, I've been producing material for the better part of a decade, and people basically didn't like it and want to see my I'm, I'm often told that people really only listen to the fir- first episode of this podcast and they just fuck the rest of them that's not true does at all does it statistically uh, weigh statistically in? most people listen to episode 6 Bizort <laughs> <laughs> or episode 16 I don't remember what the fucking episode was 17 yeah. was really good whatever episode Bizort yeah. <laughs> yeah really guys you should go listen to episode 17 that's the that's the, the hidden gem no episode doesn't 17 doesn't exist Anymore. <laughs> Anymore. Anymore. It was, it was removed due to being too awesome. That yep. one is only available on audio cassette. Yeah. Send us a uh, self-addressed S- stamped envelope and $20. We'll, and we'll give you episode, episode 17. 17. I.e., we will record episode 17 if you pay us $20. If you order two copies of episode 17... We'll record two episode seventeens. Or alternatively, alternatively, you can write to the CRTC and try and get it unbanned. That's true. Yeah. Send a letter to your local CRTC representative, your ombudsperson, your member of parliament. Yep. Be like, get episode seventeen unbanned. That's right. Legalize seventeen. Legalize seventeen. It's a movement. So the faint. Mm-hmm. Was it a good time? It was fucking great time. Did times. you nail your hand here for it? No, it's not quite straight up gothy. Dance Macabre is pretty gothy. Yeah, but it, it was like way more dancey than it was gothy. Tell me, and sing, sing that song from them. Agenda Suicide? Sure. <laughs> sing <laughs> no. Agenda Suicide. I'm not going to sing it. But, sing it. But, but, but Do you know how to sing it, Scott? I would sing it if I could. I just don't know the song. Like, all I, I, 
All I have in my head is fucking like, all I ever wanted, and that's fucking not at all the faint. That is not even close <laughs> to the faint. <laughs> yeah, but no, sing me some faint, John. I'm not going to sing it to you, because it's not going to make any sense. It is really, like, electronic-driven dancey. I have no friends. Actually, those are the guys who open for them, which would be... <laughs> Which would be a group from Toronto called Trust that was like very much channeling sort of like Joy Division meets The Cure? No, holy shit. I don't know what that would be, but people would kill themselves for miles around. Crystal no. Castles meets the Joy Division? Actually it's I'm far off have you heard that. I mean that sounds like a no, really that no, sounds like a really good <laughs> good thing though. Yeah. Beep 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 I have no yeah. friends. Crystal Ghost is dead. Yeah. <laughs> beep boop boop boop. <laughs> so were they any good? Yeah, actually. <laughs> it was it was like I don't know, if if it had how do, how do you even like yeah, it's like it's so it's so obviously corny, you have to sell it and and, and selling it is the challenge in a sense cuz like I kind of like Joy Division even though they are grim and corny and and ultra depressing and I fucking love Crystal Castles and merging them together. You got to like do it seriously. If you do it with like the slightest hint of I know I'm doing something kind of silly, the whole like construct would break down. But this guy really like he really did it. It was like one chick on the keyboard and then two guys doing guitars and I guess the keyboard there's a drum machine obviously putting into this thing. But they're from Toronto. They fucking really good opener. Almost almost as good as the Faint. And I even said that they were better than the Faint. So did you get all made up? You paint your nails? I did not. not but that. he did. But he did two nights later when he went to a goth night. It's true. We went to um, <laughs> yeah. God, I don't even want to talk about this. But we we went out to a um, <laughs> like a Boston um, industrial dance whatever night at the back of a bar in the middle of nowhere in Boston, and there was like know, like fifty people there. Clearly, like industrial gothy music isn't quite the doesn't quite have the same draw perhaps it once did. Well, obviously. Obviously. And, and like, all of the music was the exact same music we would have heard at, like, Sphinx. 15 Ten years, years ago. ago. 10, 15 years ago. To- like, 100%. It was all, like, V&V Nation shit the whole way, <laughs> the whole way through the night. And, um, and the best part of it was that, like, walking in there, I, I, I could have walked up to any person there and known who they were. Like, we had all of that same cast of 50 characters at... Sphinx every night, you know, it's like the, the the like hot girl who clearly is the alpha female of the group, the like the dude wearing the KMFDM shirt who dances by himself like way too energetically all night long, the like super super gay guy, gay guy in ultra tight leather who's really short and wearing big glasses and just <laughs> fucking going crazy for like one out of three songs. I, like it was unbelievable. It was a very fun experience. <laughs> and the guy liner. And guy liner. Yeah, I got all gothed up. I saw John the day after, like yeah. the full 24 hours later, and I was like, have you not been sleeping, John? He's like, no, it's Skyliner. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really tried to like get it off, and, and it was like, no, you have to rub really hard with hot water and these makeup remover pads. It fucking didn't do anything. <laughs> and the border guards, man, coming back from Boston, the border guards were like, so, I'm going to search your bags now. <laughs> you were at least on like a bus or whatever. Like You weren't yeah. driving. If you were driving, you'd be like, anything to declare, and you're like, I'm forever alone. <laughs> <laughs> To declare, I wear black because it's the color of my soul. Well, it's like fucking Alice, side. <laughs> Alice Cooper has it like perma stained, right? Yeah. Like you see Alice Cooper like not on tour, and he still has like smooshed black under his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like 30, 40 years of putting on eye makeup. Yeah. Just fucking go for the tattoo. Uh, or like the chick from uh, fucking Riddick who uses a soldering iron to burn her eyes. That's awesome. What? 
<laughs> See, I remember that. It was one of the, like the things I remember most from the, the third Riddick movie, where he the second, second, second. There's only third. Two. There's a fucking animated one in between the two. <laughs> anyway, the in the in the I'll have you know the second the second <laughs> actually there's an animated film, film that it occurs between the Chronicles of Riddick and Whatever. the film Pitch Black. The, the like villain chick. There's a scene where she's like it, like in in her like private chambers doing her makeup while talking to her husband, and her husband is like, "No, I don't want to go fuck with the system." And she's like, "Don't be a pussy. You need to go out and murder people and take over." And it's played by what's her name? Dandy Newton. <sighs> no, really? The mulatto girl who yeah. plays the queen. Dandy yeah. Newton's yeah. super hot. Yeah, I'd crunch her like a candy curtain. So um, she did you just, like, was that like a thing you had ready, or did you just make that up? No, it's from, it's from thing? the Cock Mobster. Dandy Newton, I'd crunch her like a candy curtain. Yeah, Cock Mobster. My dandy Cock voice mo- makes the most yeah, dandy yeah, choice. Yeah, Cock Mobster. Yeah. A, a porn utopia, a cornucopia of warm fallopia. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, MC Paul Bartman. MC Paul Bartman. Danny Newton's in there. Like he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like one of the main villain, and she does this thing where she's I mean, doing the Cock Mobster song. Holy shit! Yes. <laughs> Andy Newton, I'd crunch her like a candy crouton. Okay. Lisa Loeb, I'd Lisa Robe. Anywho, she's doing her makeup, and she uses, uh, like, a soldering iron type of thing to, like, burn the skin around her eyes so it's just, like, black. Rather than applying makeup, she just, like, singes the skin. Doesn't make any goddamn sense, but that's, badass. What, she, that's what she does in the movie. And it's, but yeah, it's, it's badass. Super badass. <laughs> uh, video games, John? Playing any? No, not really. Just kind of the same old, same old. I reinstalled Fallout 2. Yep. <laughs> yep. Games from 1992, still entertaining. I'm playing Far Cry 2. Yeah, is that good? With all the hubbub of Far Cry 3, I was like, <laughs> I realized that like a year ago I had downloaded Far Cry 2. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll play this, because it, like, it was free on PlayStation Plus randomly. Right. And with all the hubbub going on, I was like, oh, I'll fucking check it out. Fucking, I can see why everybody's in love with Far Cry 3. Really? Because Far Cry 2 is, it's like, like two or three minor elements away from being a fucking amazing ass game. Like, you have, a com- like, an open world, like, just, like, it's this patch of this, like, horrible African country where everything is going to shit. People, there's two major militias who are constantly fighting. There's an underground who wants to, like, actually restore it to not just killing everybody, and most of the people are trying to get out. And you're a mercenary there who's trying to kill the arms dealer who is uh, arming both sides. Mm-hmm. So they just throw you into this, like, fucked up open world mess, take missions from fucking anybody, try to make money... You still want to kill, like, your fucking target. Just go anywhere, do anything. You're like an assassin? That's like mercenary. You're mercenary. like your your bounty hunter, I guess. Bounty hunter merc, I okay. suppose. And, uh, yeah, fucking super cool. You just, like, you take these missions, you drive around, go anywhere, do anything. The graphics are gorgeous. The fucking physics, super cool. Fun. Fun as shit. Any questions about the game, Scott? No. No. Only, uh, only that I heard that you had to, like... The third one. Yeah, I see, like, the third one. And same thing, too, where we're talking about the third one is, like, exists in the second one. Like, if you go in guns a-blazing into, like, even the smallest fucking camp in Fallout 2, you'll die. Like, a guy with an assault rifle can shoot you two or three times, and he will kill you faster than you can, like, heal, heal yourself. Even if you have, like, the healing items, you're like, nope, you're gonna fucking die. There's a guy with an assault rifle shooting at you. Why the fuck did you run at him? That's a dumb plan. This isn't Call of Duty. So you need to spend, like, time occasionally, like, circling around the fucking camps and, like, checking out, finding out what's explosive, what's not explosive, what's flammable, what's not flammable, where the guards are, like... And even then, shit will probably go wrong. Something might catch on fire that you weren't planning on having catch on fire. A guy will get into a jeep and try to, like, run you over, and if he runs you over, it's insta-death. Like, if you're, like, hiding out in the grass and someone just comes barreling down to you with a jeep and you don't, like, 
get out of the way. Get out of the way. You're just fucking dead. Like right. there are no do overs in Jeep Run Over. You're just like <laughs> dead. And yeah, and it's also like you can only save at like safe houses and stuff yeah. like that. Like so, you can't like head up to the head up to the village, save, and then go into the village. Like you're like at the very least, you have to like where's my target? The nearest safe house is here. Yeah. So go to the safe house, save. You can maybe sleep to do it under cover of night. Like, if you want to, like, to get an advantage, because, like, their vision's... It sounds like night. that amount of preparation could end up being tedious. Like, is it? Apparently it's... In, especially in Far Cry 3, the reviews were all... It's fun and it's smart. Yeah. And sometimes crazy shit happens. Like, did you see Yahtzee's review of it? No. The no. tiger thing? The tiger thing. It's <laughs> like, I spent 20 minutes evaluating my attack plan on this this little bunker base. And, right. Okay, there are the guards. Okay, I'm going to go with this guy first, and then go over there to go to get that guy... And as I'm stalking and watching and examining the, the situation, a tiger walks into the camp and kills everyone. <laughs> like, well, objective well, succeed. I guess, I guess that solves that problem. <laughs> like it's it's free roaming to the extreme where right. everything is is roaming around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like same thing too with like I've had like camps and shit catch on fire, and while I'm like running for my life in the fire, you're just sort of like target dead. Objective successful. I was like. I guess he burned to death in this, like, fucking fiery apocalypse that I accidentally created. Right. Like, the the planning is, it's not, like, 45 minutes of planning. It's okay, like, good. you need to take, like, a couple of minutes, grab your little binoculars or whatever, scout, scout, the, scout the area, find out, like, like, just, like, key things, like, find out where the ammo is in case you run out of ammo, find out where the health packs are, mm-hmm. like, just, like, in the, within the base, you're, like... If I'm low on ammo, I'll move in, grab the ammo, move here. If I get, if I take too much damage, I'm gonna cut across through there where the health is. Like, I need to know where these things are in the base before I go running in with my guns out. Right. Like, and like, there's there's plenty of times also where if you're like, if you have silencers on all your weapons, you can just like sneak around, sneak around, sneak around, find your target, be like, and then just sneak out, and you're like, no firefight whatsoever, but you like took out the dude or got the documents and. Right. Fucking really, really cool, and and like I said, the things missing I think from Fallout Two, which m- would probably You're make Far Cry Two. Far Cry Two. Yeah. The things missing from Far Cry Two, which would make Fallout Far Cry Three, <laughs> a good game, is just sort of like um, in Far Cry Two, everybody when you're not in a safe zone shoots at you. Absolutely everybody. There's no mm-hmm. recognition of your character. There's no like faction. Like yeah. there are factions in the game, but everybody shoots at you anyway. So who gives a fuck? Right. So you're just sort of like, I'll just take jobs from fucking everybody because as soon as I get outside of the safe zone, everybody's, everybody's going to shoot me. Everybody's anyway. machine gunning me. But if you're like, if you had that element of working for a faction, like uh, like Fallout New Vegas style, yeah. or like zoned factions of kind of like I'm working for this faction, so if I get to a camp and it's friendly to who I'm working for, mm. it's friendly to me. Would be kind of nice. Uh, a little more mission variation because I'm like about. Th- 30% finished according to the thing which I guess might mean really 50% because I'm not doing all the side missions side mission. mm-hmm. yeah 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 um, and it's basically like I'm there's only maybe like I say like 10 major locations and they kind of recycle them up to be like head to the airstrip again mm-hmm. head to the the gas depot again you know and it's like and again where you're like if you blew this fucking up and made it even bigger like you can drive pretty much all the way around the map I'd say you like driving around the perimeter would take you maybe maybe fifteen twenty minutes of driving, which is still a big fucking map. Sure, 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 sure. But not That's as not big, huge. Not really. as big as things get in like Skyrim world and stuff like that, where it's kind of like just fucking monstrously blown up. Like, is there fast travel? 
Like uh, once you discover a location, you can click and just go there. Well, but there's bus stations. Okay. Which you can go from any bus station. So it's like the four corners of the map and the center of the map have bus stations. Right. So you, and whenever you go to a bus station, there's always a car at the bus station, so you can like hop in the car, and you're usually no more than like a minute or two drive. Okay. From the thing. That's one thing that I always find hilarious. You're like, I'm this badass bounty hunter mercenary. Just I mean, let me take the bus. <laughs> just gonna hop on the bus. Here's my fucking bus pass. And you're just sort of like the whole entire island is supposed to be going to fucking hell in a handbasket, whatever. But the bus, bus service still fucking run like clockwork. No <laughs> problem. Just take the bus anywhere you want to go. Right. Like I mean, and I guess it's kind of one of those. How do you explain fast travel in any sort of a reasonable, like, yeah. any kind of a non-magical way? It's just sort of like. Like, especially in this game, because if you drive from point A to point B, you're almost certainly going to be, like, ambushed by people and shit. Like, if you just head out on the open road. So it's yeah. sort of like, how would you justify fast travel? But I guess they don't ambush the buses, because the buses just run like that. Because everyone goddamn needs the bus. Yeah, you it's need the, the fucking bus. Don't fuck with the bus. Yeah. It's a lie. In, um, in Skyrim, I only used fast travel after I became, like, the king of the wizard college. I was there, like, okay, now I should, reasonably, I should be able to teleport myself. There's just no reason for that not to make sense, so. Because I'm the king of the wizard college. That's right. The other game I'm playing is the, uh, the El Shaddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super fucking cool. Ascension of the Metatron. Weird as shit. Still, yeah. still weird as shit. Does it, does it, like, start to make any more sense? Because I watched, like, a half hour. I already. am about to beat Ezekiel. Okay. Was the first of the seven fallen angels? Okay. Um, I've not pieced. So this game is like God of War, except in biblical, biblical times, and you're like an angel killer. You're not an angel killer. You're, an you're angel. the yeah. well. It's we we researched it, right? Enoch okay. is the first son of Cain. Yeah. So you're Enoch. Okay. So pres- you're not. You're specifically not an angel, and they sort of imply yeah. that your mission could not be accomplished by an angel. That's why you have the fucking archangels sort of twirling around you, giving you advice and shit like that, because right. they can't actually interfere. Yeah, with you're them doing them. stuff that angels want to have happen, but are not allowed to do in the real world. Yeah, exactly. Because right. it's like because they're angels. Because right. they're angels, and it's like there's seven fallen angels, and it like and it even like there's even like the little it pulls from all sorts of weird mythos and fucking weird shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like, but beautiful though the. Graphics. I don't know, even know how you could describe the art style. You'd have to look up a video. Like yeah. You would really have to look up it. Because the, the, the art style changes from, like, level to level. And it flips over to, like, side-scrolling. Then when you, like, pull into the underworld, you'll have, like... There's a whole entire sequence where you're just in silhouette. And, like, there's just fucking crazy-ass background stuff going on. But you're just the black silhouette as the background's, like, morphing and whatever going on around you. Like, I, I would almost call it Fantasia on acid. Fantasia? Like, like the like the the 1950s Disney cartoon. Yeah, it's like, just like crazy changing styles and all like incredibly fantastical and huge. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everything's really big and hey, fucking. If you're uh, like, I'd say it's almost like uh, like I said, God of War is definitely the the play style that I would like liken it to the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For but sure. if you're expecting God of War, you'll be like, what the fuck is this? Like in a second. Yeah. Um, God of War meets Journey. Maybe? Yeah, that's not like, that's not fucking bad at like, all. <laughs> like, don't stop believing. No, no, like Journey the video game. Journey the video game. You son of a bitch. Like, press X to stop believing. <laughs> don't do it. No, that's that's heavy rain. Yeah, press, press X, X to, to Jason. Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Music. I guess we talked about the faint. Yeah. I guess we did. Yeah, and also um, trust. Trust. Purity ring. I downloaded a collection of Vince DiCola. Who's Vince DiCola? Vince DiCola is a... The name rings a bell, so... Yeah, of course it does ring a bell, because he's um, 
a musician who does primarily scoring movies. Mm-hmm. Most famously, Transformers the movie from 86. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we've grown our weep ninny bones. So, yeah. like, the three songs on the album that were not amazing 80s rock were Vince Dicola. He did all, like, the, the background music. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the yeah. death of Optimus Prime and <laughs> the attack on the shuttle and that stuff. <laughs> I downloaded, like, six hours of his stuff. Yeah. It's all Transformers related. <laughs> Including one that's just... These are the musics from Transformers the movie. And I will perform them on piano. So he's been milking it for like the last 30 years? Well, they're like, they're like little special things that he put together for BotCon, which okay. is the Transformers convention. Are they good, though? If, yeah. The yeah, piano stuff, and I mean the stuff not... The piano the stuff is good, and the movie stuff is, is good. And he talks about, like, this is the first thing that I did for Transformers the movie. And you can see it, it's very Transformers, but they didn't use it. So I changed it into this. And it's got, like, introductions for all of them. Hmm. Fun. Super geeky. Very That's interesting. Very geeky. The album that I listen to that's super geeky, mm-hmm. which is amazing, I can give a fucking thumbs up recommendation to everybody, is the Proto Men perform a Night of Queen. Oh yeah, was it good? Fucking I didn't hear it. Really good. Like I mean, it's it's like if you listen to the Proto Men, you yeah. can understand how they could easily do Queen, yeah, 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 and they totally. subsequently easily do Queen. Like it's do they do they like straight cover or do they like make it their own? Close to it's close to a straight cover, but they do like there's the two vocalists yeah. that that come into play, which Queen never had like the two vocalists yeah. doing different parts. Like they'll, they'll they'll do back and forth, so there's like a very different vocal element. Oh, it's a lot heavier, like on the the guitar stuff. They do like a bit of acoustic stuff. Like it's very it's not like, um, what's like the difference? I'm trying to think. It's not like when uh, that guy did the Hit Me Baby One More Time song. Travis? Travis. It's not like when Travis did Hit Me Baby one more time and it was like a completely different song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He but changed the tone. It, it's like when the Ramones did Spider-Man. That's like when Travis did Hit No, Me no Man. it's not. It's this, almost the same speed and the same tempo. It's just the Ramones singing it. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, mm. does whatever. And it's like... Instead of like... Soon available from iTunes. Keith does Spider-Man. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean? It's like the same... It's the same tempo, the same speed. Only there's like some it's heavier j- guitars. But it is the Ramones, yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe, maybe. So it's like same tempo, same speed, but it is the Proto Men. Right, is uh, the thing. Uh, super good though. Yeah. So go to protoman.com. Uh, I think it's downloadable as an e thing. Okay. Like uh, it's cheap. MP3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you can you can circumvent iTunes on this one. And just download it from mm-hmm. them and give them probably more money than you would get. Totally, totally. If you cool. go through iTunes. Super cool. Also, the the cover of it yeah. is really cool. The four or the like tw- ten of them. <laughs> exactly. It's like you know the the Queen where it's like the the the, the shadows on like the the four members of Queen on uh, was it a night of like what was it night, night of the, the opera, opera yeah. night at the opera cover? But there's like twelve members of Protoman, so it's just like all of them in like a giant circle. Are they and, in their face and they're paint? in in their face paints with nice. like like the glasses and the makeup and all that shit? Yeah. Like, Yay, Protoman! Yeah. Uh, fast fast music. If if you want, go look up on YouTube. Knowles Barkley covering Reckoner by Radiohead. Fantastic. And I suppose we could wrap it up with listen to Motorhead, because God, <laughs> 24 albums worth. Yeah. Maybe look for a best of, if you're just in the mood. God, look for a one album best of, not the four album compilation. Whatever, four <laughs> album compilation. It does kind of bleed together if you yeah, listen like, even to though, it. Yeah, even though, like, when he's listening, when he's working on his new album in the fucking movie, yeah. it just still sounds like Ace of Spades. Like, yeah. Okay. Fucking good shit. Uh, that's the hour, gang. Yeah. 
Woo! Anything else we have to talk about? Um, no, just happy 2012. Yeah, it's seriously, Merry year. Christmas. Yeah, have a you celebrate. Have Merry a, fucking Keithmas. This episode drops on Keithmas. Does it? This is Keithmas. It's the 27th. Wow. Which is the official Keithmas problem. Have a happy Keithmas, Keithmas. A Merry Keithmas to all. It's the Christmas in December. To all the baconing. We're going to make bacon pancakes. Yeah, we are. Bacon making pancakes, making bacon pancakes. This is 90s. Yep. Keith Scott and John. Bye. Bye, everyone. site in general uh please take the time to like us on facebook we are number nine to five d-o-t-c-c nine to five dot c-c on facebook and uh also follow us on twitter we're at sign number nine to number five c-c on twitter so uh and also be sure to check back on the site for something on mondays probably uh we have zombies and loathing after the bomb usually on tuesdays we have a new comic in 95 illustrated every wednesday a new podcast every week usually on thursday it's either going to be a 90s or a go plug yourselves and on fridays we have fine arts with either sophie and scott and uh you know maybe john will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point too you can only hope all right thanks 95.cc we're not working why should you Thanks for listening.